Welcome to Recognize Your Truth. I am your host, Lisa Williams. This is the podcast that offers motivation and inspiration to act, speak, and think in ways that make a positive impact on your life. Each week, we bring you a message or a guest that offer you tools to live up to your full potential. I literally pinch myself every time I record a new podcast. This is a dream that has been eight years in the making, and I'm so grateful that you are spending a part of your day with me. Hey, Julian, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to get to talk to you. I'm excited to be on, Lisa. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Um, So I've been following you and watching you evolve for the last little over a year. And I think I met you through a mutual friend and you were just starting your podcast. You were just starting your journey on your entrepreneurship and you have done some really remarkable things. So I kind of want to just find out a little bit about where you started and how you got there to got to where you are now. Yeah, so my background in terms of corporate has been in recruiting for the past 12 years. So I come from technology. So my corporate background is split between agency recruitment and also corporate. For the last seven years of my corporate career, I had overseen talent acquisition for Bottle Rocket, one of the premier mobile development firms in the world. And around 2016, I started a passion project, my podcast, The Pathways to Success, where I interview various leaders about their journeys to success. And that one little passion project hobby has turned into so much more. Uh, It has led to sponsorship opportunities. It has led to me getting signed by a talent agency, so I do commercial acting and modeling. Also recently signed by WCD, a global speakers agency. And um, I, I built a consulting company around content and branding basically helping others achieve kind of what I have inadvertently created for myself uh, over the past few years of personal brands. So, uh, so yeah, I went from corporate recruiter to speaker, uh, author, and branding consultant. So. I love that. It's so inspiring. And I, I love watching you, you know, um, unfold this and, and watching your journey. So tell me a little bit about your podcast, and then we're going to go into a couple other things I want to ask you about. But let's start with your podcast. Yeah, so again, it's called the the Pathways to Success, and uh, really just started off with me wanting to do something that I loved, because I've actually been entrepreneurial for a decade all throughout my corporate career, and I've done so many different things just trying to make money, real estate, network marketing, internet business, but this was the first time I just wanted to do something that would feed my soul, and I always really loved just interviewing successful people, because I really do believe that success leaves clues. And if you apply these success strategies that other people have incorporated, you can also generate a similar result. Well, now this was just kind of my way of capturing this professional development journey that I've been on myself and sharing it with others. Uh, Now we produce 165 episodes, uh, 72,000 downloads, five stars in iTunes, regular listening audience from 12 countries. Uh, On the podcast, I've had company founders, CEOs, New York Times bestselling authors, TEDx speakers, just incredible people. And uh, having a personal brand has really just given me access to like an incredible network and it has been it's been one of the best things I've ever done in my life and that's pretty objective and verifiable so (laughs) so I'm a big believer in doing work that you love and you know just for me because I just started my podcast a couple of months ago but the people that you connect with through doing a podcast has been amazing I mean just like you were saying you know TEDx speakers, corporate um, leaders. I mean, it's just been an amazing journey. And I love hearing that for you too. 
A hundred percent. If there's one thing that I have learned having a platform, it sort of gives you a reason to meet extraordinary people. And it's such a, it's such a value added thing to have someone on your show and to share their thought leadership. Right. And that's what I, that's what I've always seen creating content as it's kind of a form of giving because yes, it's having that guest on your show, but you're also creating a piece of content to be of service to them. Right. And, and, you know, I, I talk a lot about stewardship and kind of the overarching theme of my entrepreneurial career has been this idea of giving. And one of my favorite quotes of all time about giving is by Jim Rohn. And he says that giving starts the receiving process. And I believe that's what all content creators are doing for themselves and for others. And, and I could not agree with you more. And for me, I mean, this is a a labor of love. I truly just love the people that I've connected with, hosting them on my podcast, getting to know them, just like I'm doing with you, finding out more about their story. And just, you know, like I follow them, you see them on social media, but just really connecting and talking to them. I, I often say that I feel like I'm a master at networking because that's all mm -hmm. I want to do is just connect with other people so I can learn about them. A hundred percent. Yeah. And having a podcast, having a show sort of expedites that process and actually increases your ability to access people who normally you wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So tell me besides your podcast, I know that one of the things that you're doing is a social movement and I've seen a lot of that on LinkedIn. So tell me a little bit about that and what you're doing with that with them. Yeah, so the social movement is an Amazon docu-series that will be released in summer of 2020. And the premise for season one was gathering 40 entrepreneurs from around the world, putting them on teams of four, and then having each of them solve like a moonshot mission. And my team's mission was to find a way to solve global literacy for children. And they basically filmed that process from the ideation to the business plan development, to the researching, to the interviewing of experts. And it all kind of came to a cathartic moment where we would all pitch in front of like the secret judges, kind of like Shark Tank style. Uh, so yeah, it felt like a real working session. But as far as the spirit of it, it really is, yes, it's a reality TV show, but we're kind of trying to showcase the genius of individuals who don't necessarily have huge massive followings and at the same time solving real social issues. So it was an incredible experience. I'm coming back for season two as the official pitch coach uh, and I'm also helping cast uh, the next wave of entrepreneurs who are going to be on the show. Um, and I, you know, I think reality TV kind of gets a bad rap because sometimes you have this image of not so good things coming from it. And sure, I yeah. love that what you're doing is it's helping others. It's coming up with well, first of all, you're helping other entrepreneurs and you're helping them grow and develop. And then while you're doing that, you're doing something positive and impactful as well. Yeah, no, 100%. And you know, for me, when I was first introduced to the idea of the project, like the last thing I ever wanted to do was to be part of like an apprentice style kind of show, you know, but uh, it was it was a safe project. I got I got I trusted very much the individual who preferred me to. I got to know the producer, saw the vision, uh, and that all really came to a head whenever I actually experienced it, met the other entrepreneurs, and uh, it, what an incredible group of people. I've learned so much. I mean, if anything else, I'm a wealthier person from an experiential standpoint, having gone through that process. Sure. No, I love it. I can't wait to uh, to watch it myself and, you know, see what, what happens and how it unfolds. I'm, I'm excited about the final product too. So we'll, we'll, we'll see that. 
Okay, so tell me a little bit about your speaking and, you know, what you do when you're speaking to others, you know, who, who's your ideal group and, and what you talk about and some of the topics that you discuss. Yeah, sure. So if having gone through this whole process of becoming an entrepreneur, and I know I still have so much more to learn and to do, but the one common thing that seems to be happening is that I think the highest expression of myself is a kind of a speaker, a content creator, entrepreneur type. And I have three keynotes that I'm very passionate about sharing, and I will be doing uh, a lot of this moving forward in 2020, now being part of WCE. But I speak about stewardship, which I think is the future of leadership. And stewardship is the discovery, the deployment, and development of our talents and resources to be of service to others. That's what I got backwards when it came to entrepreneurship. When I first got into it, it was all about what can I get? How can I create money? When really producing something of value is about helping other people, right? Uniquely right. the way that you can. And that's why I'm very passionate about sharing this message and, and specifically of discovery. Because what I'm starting to learn is that there are already equities and skills and talents that we have that if we apply just a little bit of creativity and use them to help other people, like all of this abundance starts to come, uh, to come out. So stewardship is one. I also talk about personal branding, like a lot of the stuff that um, you know I create on LinkedIn and the podcast. And um, I just see a direct application to how individuals can use that in sales, in entrepreneurship, uh, in any endeavor when you have a mission or purpose that you're trying to um, trying to perpetuate. And lastly, I'm also a really big fan of networking. And quite frankly, that's what, what we're doing here right now. The content here brought us together. Um, I really do believe that your, your net worth is, is your network. And um, that has been a really big part of my life that's transformed it in very, very public ways. So leadership, so stewardship, the future of leadership, personal branding, and networking. So I'm going to kind of go back a little bit and tell me, I really want to know your mindset of how you got to have enough confidence in yourself to pursue your dream, leave your full-time job, and take a risk on yourself and know that you can make this happen. I think for me, uh, I think when you first start doing things, you don't really even know if it's going to work or not. But for me, the only way to push past a fear is to actually do it. Um, and just kind of like speaking, believe it or not, you know, I still get nerves whenever I speak in front of an audience, but I do it over and over and over again. And now it is part of sort of who I am. And I've discovered I have a real passion for it, right? And I think also understanding the reason behind what you're doing is very important. So Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, I think there's a lot of wisdom behind that. Because I think if you don't know the reason why you're doing something, you're sort of arbitrarily expending effort, right? right. But for me, the clearer and more impactful of the why and the reason why I do things fuels the kind of activity. And if you have much more inspired action, you typically get much better results. And that becomes a cycle. Um, and it's so funny that you mentioned his book. And I know it's an old book, but I just started reading it recently. It's been, yeah. it's mm -hmm. been sitting on my dresser forever. And in creating my 2020 belief board or vision board, um, I wanted to be very intentional and start with everything with why. Why do I want, you know, why do I want this? Why do I want, and how do I want it to look? But more so the why uh, behind it. Yeah. 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 So um, and, you know, for me, that is, that's part of the discovery process I speak about 
in terms of, uh, of leadership. I think really understanding the reasons behind things and also particularly your, your values, like what is it that you really think are important? Because once you have kind of a defined set of value that really acts kind of like a GPS system for decision-making and as entrepreneurs, as content creators, everyone, we're constantly bombarded with ideas and opportunities and things like that. For me, that's been a very effective filtering process is uncovering your values. So in this world of social media and having all this these shiny objects at your fingertips. How do you stay focused on what you truly want to do and what you truly believe in and not go down these rabbit holes in these different paths? I think for one is, uh, is establishing your values. And for me, after a long time, I really have determined that it's, it's my faith, it's my family, and it's also entrepreneurship, right? But I think one of the most important lessons I've learned as an entrepreneur is learning to say no. So for me, my personality type is kind of that of a people pleaser. And I want to help everyone. And I say yes to opportunities. But I really burned out at the beginning of my entrepreneurial, like when I left my job full time in March, I just kept saying yes to everything. And I started to see that I was experiencing overwhelm because I was no longer really focused on kind of like what got me here. I was just trying to be trying to help everyone. Right. But sure. really learning and respectfully being able to say no was a really big lesson I learned in entrepreneurship. And now doing that, I do it in a very like respectful way because it's like, if I don't get this thing done, I'm taking away from this other thing. So I think it's that knowing what you value, knowing who you are, knowing what you create and learning to say no to opportunities that don't serve those three things. And so Julian, how did you get to where you were growing yourself enough to have confidence, to let go of some of the fear, to really truly believe in yourself. What was your mindset around getting to know, getting to believe in yourself? You know, I think for me, it's like all I, what I, more, more than the fear, more than the fear of failing, more than the fear of looking, looking silly in front of other people. I just had a strong desire for freedom and autonomy. It's like, I never wanted anyone or anything to have a claim on my time or my assets. And in the beginning of my entrepreneurial career, I was willing to do anything to experience that. I went through kind of a, a process of, well, I, I got, when the whole financial crisis of 2008, right? My first job out of college was recruiting. And I was really good at this job. And I excelled through three different roles. I was one of the top producers on my particular team. I felt like I was doing everything I was supposed to do, you know, go to school, get a job, get a degree, do all those things. And I was doing it. And then when the recession hit, I, for the, I, I, I was in a position where I was let go from my job. And that was a very painful experience for me because I felt like I was no longer in control. And that's when I started reading books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, Napoleon Hill, uh, Dale Carnegie, all got really into professional development that ultimately led me down to the path of entrepreneurship. So more than anything else, I was willing to obtain that freedom. And that was my why. That was my why. That was my clarity. And whenever I have clarity, it's like, I don't care what other people think because I knew who I was and what I was trying to achieve. So I think that's the answer. What do you want? Do you have a compelling enough reason to pursue? Because if you do, all else kind of falls away. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And you know, in reading Think and Grow Rich, where, I mean, it's that desire it is what is your desire? Like, and that's truly what's going to be, bring your outcome. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, just like values, I don't think you can control them. 
I think you sort of uncover them through experiences, right? Sure. Like, um, like I thought for the longest time, all I ever wanted was job security. But, you know, being chained to the desk nowadays is just something I would never, ever go back to. You know what I mean? But it's through those experiences. It's going through adversity. It's experiencing pain. It's going through failure. That, that's how you gain self-awareness by trying things, by the noble pursuit of your goals. And I think everyone's got to go through that to figure out who they are. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And you have to, you do, you have to fail and you have to figure out how to restart or redo or come back and just do it a different way. And that's the only way that you're going to grow is through failing, trying, putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and, and, and human. And that's where the connection's going to come in. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, so tell me how we could find you, how we could follow you, and some of the things that you have coming up. I know you have the social movement coming up, but tell me a couple of other things that you know you might have coming up in 2020. Yeah, so as far as contact information, I am lucky that I'm the only Julian Placino who has ever existed. So you can <laughs> search that on any platforms, and I'll be the first one to come up. That's J-U-L-I-A-N. My last name is Placino, P-L-A-C-I-N-O julianplacino.com is my website. Most active on LinkedIn, so you can always reach out to me there. In terms of what's happening in the future, so speaking is going to be a very big part of what I do in 2020. Again, I speak about stewardship, the future of leadership, personal branding, and also networking. Um, my training company is kind of evolving, so I, I called it the Pathways to Success Training Company because that's where it first started off. But kind of what's starting to happen is individuals and companies are wanting me to show them sort of what I've done for myself in terms of branding. And I've seen there is a direct application specifically in B2B sales that's already producing results. Um, so yeah, so between the speaking and the podcast and my brand consulting, I'm really excited about 2020. That is so awesome. I And again, I've just been so inspired by watching you evolve and continuing to follow you. And so I just cannot wait to, to see how this continues and, and watching you continue to grow and your business. And I love following you on social media. So thank you so much for being a guest. I appreciate you. I appreciate the support. Uh, I, I love meeting other fellow content creators and I, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you. If you like what you hear and you want to know more information, you could contact me at lisa at recognizeyourtruth.com. I also sell my sticky notes on my website at recognizeyourtruth.com. If you are looking to launch a podcast and you want to know step-by-step step how to do it, I have a course that is starting in January, but I have a free guidebook on how to launch a podcast where I put a lot of great content and information in there, and you can get that in the show notes. The music is Genuine by Julio Ortiz. Thanks again for listening and have a blessed day.